I'm Ashley Rush with KCSB News, and I'm here with... Daniel Wasias with KCSB News. And we're currently here today at a rally for Larry Elder um, in support of recalling Governor Gavin Newsom. Right now what we're seeing is a good amount of people, I would say, surrounding the courthouse. How many people would you say, Daniel? Probably say close to about 100 at this point in time. Yeah, uh, at least 100. Yeah. There's a lot of support here for uh, Larry Elder and support for the recall election of... Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, across the street we can see uh, about maybe a few dozen voters, or sorry, a few dozen uh, counter-protesters to this Larry Elder rally. Um, you can see signs that are saying, keep Newsom, vote no, uh, all in reference to the upcoming recall election on September 14th. Good evening. You're listening to KCSBFM in Santa Barbara 91.9. I'm Ashley Rush. And I'm Daniel Wasias. Today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021. With the recall election of California Governor Gavin Newsom less than a week away, proponents on either side are rallying for support. Intentions are high. This marks only the fourth gubernatorial recall election in the U.S. history. 46 candidates are running to replace Newsom, essentially all Republican. The frontrunner is conservative talk radio host Larry Elder. Daniel and I were present for a Larry Elder rally here in Santa Barbara at the county courthouse Sunken Garden. Several hundred of his supporters were in attendance with a counter-protest of around 100 individuals holding signs that read vote no on the recall across the street. It was quite a sight. It really was. Looking out in the crowd, there was a sea of American flags, Make America Great Again hats, and signs ridiculing the California governor. Right off the bat, there was a noticeable antagonism between the recall supporters and protesters. One gentleman spoke to counter-protesters across the street through a megaphone. You're the super spreaders of this scamdemic. Standing within the crowd, there was a clear atmosphere of energy and excitement. Many spectators held young children on their shoulders for a better view of the stage. We spoke with one recall supporter who explained why he felt compelled to come out in support of Larry Elder. My name is Joe Mel Sadista. And what compelled you to come out here today? Yeah, I'm compelled to come out here today because, um, yeah, I, I, with the current information I have on hand, I don't like the way that things are going in our state. And as it stands, I do want to recall Governor Newsom. Yeah, specifically with intention to end all mandates. End all mask mandates, specifically? Mask mandates, testing mandates, and, well, specifically the discriminatory testing mandates and possible future vaccine mandates. We asked Jamel whether he supported Larry Elder specifically or was more focused Um, on the removal of Governor Gavin Newsom from office. He said both. I currently support Larry Elder because of the claims that he's made to um, focus on ending the mandates, which I support. Out of curiosity, Elder, who joked that he has been a politician for, quote, the past six weeks, is known for his extreme conservative ideology. Throughout his career, Elder has denied the existence of systemic racism, fueled climate change skepticism, and called abortion, quote, murder. In order to remain in office, Governor Newsom will need to win a simple majority, meaning over 50% of the vote. 
This means that for Elder to win, he'll only need a plurality of the remaining votes, just more than his Republican contenders. As it stands, polls show the majority of Californians support Newsom remaining in office, but it's close, at 54.3%. We also spoke with several individuals who opposed the recall, who largely remained across the street in counter-protest, with several trickling onto the courthouse field. We're all by ourselves over here, yeah. Irene Steiner was one of them. Yeah, we found out about this from our friends who decided to come out, and we've also been canvassing for the Democratic Party in, in the county. And we felt pretty strongly about just being able to very quietly stand out here showing our signs on vote no on the recall. And how do you feel about the turnout that's been out here today from both sides? Well, you know, it hasn't been really well advertised. So we asked a few people here and it's all word of mouth. So they've got their ways of connecting. And I, I actually think it's not a bad showing. But that's, you know, other people might think differently. Mm -hmm. And you already mentioned this, but why did you feel compelled to come out here today? Well, I just think it's really important to continue to show the opposition side. And if people want to come up and chat and have a conversation, we're ready to do that as well. Try to get a little communication going. We asked Irene what she thinks Larry Elder represents. Well, he certainly represents uh, a, a kind of a, almost an occult following uh, a, a kind of a not using any science, appealing to sort of the, the most base uh, emotion in people, and I think appealing to a lot of fear and not really uh, understanding, I don't think he really understands what makes democracy tick. When Elder eventually stepped onto the stage, the crowd went wild with applause. Elder kicked off his speech by criticizing Newsom for his Democratic pedigree and the COVID-19 pandemic response. He referenced Newsom's controversy surrounding the French Laundry restaurant, an incident that occurred in early November 2020, where photos were leaked of the governor enjoying a maskless indoor dinner at a pricey Napa Valley restaurant. Many critics pointed to the incident as a demonstration of the governor's hypocrisy. We have an arrogant governor shut down the state in a more severe way than did all of the other 49 governors, sitting up there at the French Laundry restaurant with the very people that drafted the mandates that they were violating. They were not wearing masks, they were not engaging in social distancing, his own kids were enjoying in-person private education while denying us the right to have our kids enjoy in-person public education. Elder said that while he believes in vaccines, People should have the right to choose between whether or not to get the COVID-19 vaccine at all. He vowed to repeal Newsom's vaccine, testing, and mask mandates if elected governor. He argued that Newsom had failed to adequately address the housing crisis in California and said he would declare a public emergency on housing as governor. In regard to policing, he called systemic racism a, quote, extraordinary lie that leads to passive rather than proactive policing. After Elder's speech, Ashley and I spoke to several folks in the crowd for their thoughts, one of which was Pedro Cortez, a young man who proudly held his vote no sign in Elder's line of sight on his way down from the stage. We asked what compelled him to come out to the rally. I saw, honestly, I just wanted to like confront these people, just kind of like talk to them and see what's like what's in their mind. But um, it seems like that they're not open to dialogue. They just stick to what they think and they don't think about the opposite like side. Mm. So I just wanted to have like a normal conversation with them and uh, you know support my views, but they're not open to like you know hearing the other side. 
Were you able to engage in any conversations? Did you try to? Uh, I mean, there, I was able to have like conversation with uh, one individual. He was a uh, a veteran. Mm. I'm also a veteran, so I guess that's one way I was able to like connect with him. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was able to you know have like a decent conversation with him. And you know, like I saw his point of view, and he saw my point of view, and we kind of agreed mm -hmm. on like. We asked Pedro why he was opposed to the recall. Uh, I mean, I just think there's one year left, I guess, with uh, the normal election cycle. So we should just wait till then and not spend this other, this, this crazy amount of money for a recall election that's just going to last, like I said, like less than a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and why do you think Larry Elder is, I'm assuming you think he's not fit for office? He just aligns himself with like Trump. Mm -hmm. So like anybody who kind of like aligns himself with like Trump, I, uh, I'm questionable about them. That's kind of like the thing. I mean, I'm, I don't like Newsom, but he's like the better mm. person for now. We also spoke with two women in support of the recall for their reflections after Elder's speech. Marcia Garcia and Irene Coppell. We asked Coppell why she felt inclined to support Elder above the other Republican candidates running for governor. When Larry stepped in, Larry has just more clout. Larry just has a larger stature, and we need that. And I think Kevin Kai would be fabulous maybe in the future, maybe working with Elder. But right now we need somebody with a real high profile, and that's why I backed Elder. And also, I, and also, also Elder has common sense, and there's a lot to be said for common sense. Yeah. I used to say that, you know, if God gives you a choice between a degree or common sense, take the common sense, because you can always get the degree, stay in school long enough. It may not be an MIT or, you know, PhD in physics, but, you know, you can always get something you've sit in school long enough. But without common sense, you know, if you don't have it, you don't have it. And Larry has it. And he does have that higher profile. And I think we really need that, because particularly California right now is, you know, it's really, the, the, the country seems to be led, for God knows what reason, by California. California. We need somebody with a high profile, and that's why I'm backing Larry Elder. We also discussed how figures on both sides of the aisle feel about their opponents, and whether they think this country's current political division can ever be remedied. Garcia, who supports the recall, said she prays for the other side. I pray for them. I mean, I have uh, my best friends are Democrats because I was a Democrat like up until last year, and you know they just they, they don't know the facts. And when I try to explain my facts or the tr you know the truth, and and I don't say oh you know this and this and that. I say look it up, look, and then I show them where it says, and they go that's not true. And I'm like, of course it's true. Everything's true. They just can't handle the truth. As the rally wrapped up and people began to head home, we spoke to Laura Price, one of the final few remaining counter-protesters across the street from the rally. She told us that she had driven down from Carpinteria to protest the Larry Elder rally. Well, I am really opposed to having any Republican governor because I don't support any of the stuff he was talking about. And, and I, I think Newsom has done, you know, as well as we can expect with all the COVID and the fires and homelessness. I mean things that are going on before he ever took office. Mm. And the issues with homelessness have been growing for decades. Price said she was especially worried that if a far-right Republican replaces Governor Newsom, we could be facing the same sort of anti-abortion legislation that was recently pushed in Texas. We asked how she felt about Elder's speech at the rally. Well, I think it was a lot of pie in the sky, you know, we're going to get rid of crime and we're going to get rid of homelessness and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, how do you do that with our economy? You know, I think uh, the current administration is, like I said, I think they're doing the, that maybe they could do better, but they're doing the best they could do. I think with the Republicans, you know, wanting 
less money for uh, social projects and housing and uh, you know food stamps, all the things that would support uh, people in poverty, how does that help anything? How does and trickle down? We know trickle down doesn't work. And he talked about, well, we need this, the 1% of the really rich people. Well, I was reading a thing today that listed all these mega rich people, billionaires, and, you know, like hardly any taxes coming from them. So maybe they're doing some jobs, but it, is, how is that helping poor people? We've got a lot of poor people growing population of poverty, and uh, we need to address that. Price concluded with reflections on the counter-protest and appreciation for those who are voting no on the recall. Um, well, I was really happy to see uh, no on recall people out here, and I think it's important for us to vote no on the recall because I don't believe the Republicans have anything positive to add to California. I think it would just be more Trumpian craziness, and I'm tired of that. We had four years back. With five days left until the September 14th recall election, the campaigns of both Elder and Newsom are far from over. On Monday, President Joe Biden will appear with Governor Gavin Newsom in Long Beach to urge voters to reject the recall effort and vote no. President Biden is just one of the many Democratic supporters to back Governor Newsom in recent weeks. Democratic politicians such as Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders have voiced their support for Newsom, detesting recall efforts. There are just two questions on the ballot. Should Governor Gavin Newsom be recalled from office? And if so, who among the 46 candidates on the ballot should take his place? Answering no to the first question means you would want Newsom to stay in office and complete the remainder of his term, ending January 2, 2023. And answering yes to the first question means you would want Newsom out of office and replaced with 38 days of the election. Newsom's successor would complete his term. Regardless of how you vote on the first question, the second question is an opportunity to vote for whom you would want to replace Newsom if he is recalled. If over 50% of ballots cast no to the first question, Governor Newsom will remain in office. However, if over 50% of the ballots casted vote yes to the first question, the candidate with the highest number of votes from question two will replace Newsom. Californians have until September 14th to decide.